We're back to the warehouse for Floorball 2. We have a lot of catching up to do. Let's talk Floorball. Welcome to the Blitzball Boys, the podcast about floor sports in the ball house, but lately about floorball. I'm your co-host, Brendan Ruppel, along with my fellow host, Peter Del Rey. <laughs> hey, Brendan. Hey. First episode ever of the Blitzball Boys. First episode ever. Where it is a full handsome episode uh, because uh-huh. we were off for a while. Uh, sure you noticed. Oh. Now Brendan's married. Yes. Congratulations to him. He's been on his honeymoon, so we've been taking a break, as we said in the end of the last episode. Mm-hmm. And he came back to, we were talking about this before, <laughs> this will probably be the most chaotic record that we've had just because Brendan and I are not hockey guys. <laughs> uh, we really <laughs> loved the really last floorball. <laughs> we loved the last floorball tournament, but... It's going to be interesting. We're pro- we're going to learn on the fly. Let's I mean, it's going to be a little, a little bit like ball fly. and play, too, where we are, like, learning cricket stuff. And I, yeah. I think a couple people said, like, oh, you guys seem to, like, really figure it out towards the end. <laughs> like, <laughs> so hopefully by the last episode, we'll have it figured out for, for you next You guys were pretty good. Year. And then when it was over, I was glad. <laughs> uh, so, exactly. you know, stats keeping has been uh, interesting. My stats are wrong, for sure. Mm-hmm. I was telling Brendan... Um, so I'm not going to put my stats out like I do for that I did for Blitzball, Blitzball Battle 3. Um, my stats are wrong. They're right enough, and they're right to what I was seeing that I'm confident in, like, they're still pretty indicative of performance. Yeah. Um, but, man, this tournament has been crazy yeah. so far. The Everybody who's watching, the, everybody who's listening to this, if you haven't started watching Floorball yet, watch Floorball. This shit is fucking nuts i love it it's always so good i mean so we had seen floorball one and that was before we started doing this show so i think what the two of us were very very excited to cover this knew it would be a challenge but we're still pumped up to see where this took us it, i mean floorball so good that it got famously if you if you are a listener of our show you know we have a friend chris that doesn't watch any of this stuff but still somehow is a part of our show we got him show. to start watching uh warehouse games because of how fun floorball is it's just such a a great chaotic game um, I love Floorball also because it brings so many more personalities into the mix. They get so many new players. They keep a lot of like baggage. Still has every single player from last year on it, but a lot of the other players yep. have like returning and new faces. So it's fun to get a lot more personalities and a lot more hockey personalities into the mix. You know what I got excited about for Floorball while I was watching, uh, and this is getting ahead of myself for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, our draft is back in our award. Oh, I, I saw that when I was like, oh, yeah, there's four on each team, then six teams. <laughs> draft is yep. back on, baby. The draft is back, baby. <laughs> so tune into our award show at the end of the season. It's <laughs> yeah. going to be somewhere in the beginning of November um, mm-hmm. because traditionally, as we spoke about during Blitzball Blitz, we <laughs> record our awards episode when the John Boy Awards episode goes out, and that's going to be like November 12th. Yeah, unless you're Blitzball so, Blitz and we are the only award show available. We are the only award show. We are the official award show. Either way, Blitz. we're the official award show. We're the Everybody official knows. award show either way, actually. Yeah. But uh, before we... Uh, <laughs> before we get to awards for this much, season. <laughs> before we start to give out our awards for this season, I already know who I'm... <laughs> no, okay, Brendan, <laughs> okay, right. you've prepared some burns, and I'm I excited to hear burns. how they go. There we go. Four burns, four burns, four burns. 
Team Baggage is looking to start their next run to the championship, but needs to get past these little stinkers first. Scoreless into the second period. Jimmy throws it up against the boards, hoping for a rebound shot, and Sam is up to the task and puts it in the net. Down by one, Hookline is firing shots all over the place, hoping for anyone to clean up the mess when finally the chocolate milkman delivers. Drew Davis ties it up, and we go to a shootout. Scoreless shootout for Baggage to take the last. Oh, wait! That one dribbles in! Just how Hookline drew it up, and Baggage can't match the Ooh. goal. Hookline sinkers win 2-1. to one. I like drew it up. You like drew it up? Up to, like ta up to task up. is definitely like a Chris Rose one. Just want to just want to give him some some love for the Drew, for the up to tasky. That was good too. This game was. Uh, I didn't know what to think going into it because uh, I meant to go back and rewatch Floorball One, but you know work got hectic and so did life with everything. But um, I forgot. Like, I feel like the first game of Floorball 1 was still people trying to figure it out. I don't think it was as good as this. Like, Baggage looked so organized. They looked like they were ready to take on the world. Yeah. Hookline looked very, um, excuse me, very athletic, very good. Like, it was only a matter of time for Hookline to, like, get it going. Yeah. And uh, we'll see what in a couple days when they play their second game if they do in fact get it going but baggage man it's it's, it's like story of baggage yeah, no, it's, it's like, it was like the championship last year they didn't not that they deserved the win of the championship but they played so so well um and i think they really that that translated into this tournament already they apparently been practicing a bunch uh they all look so so serious sam looks like the most intense floorball player that we will ever see she's so in for both these both these games that they played she was like I don't know, a fire in her eyes. I'll, I'll, you think Jimmy's intense? She looks like she wants it even more than Jimmy. Uh, but what, what a team that's so so like you said, so well organized. Hookline is just all over the place in sort of a good way. That's, yeah. that's where we're at so far. And like they're all over the place, but that kind of lends itself well here because they're yeah. getting in front of shots. They're playing good defense. I mean, it's a cardio like, sport. It's it's a small space where you're yeah. just running back and forth as fast as you can. If you have someone like Drew that can just like once in a while be in the right place at the right time and flail his stick around, yeah. it'll, it'll kind of go in. And Courtney. Courtney was really good, Courtney too. Courtney had a, a bunch of shots on net, a couple that just just missed, too. Yep, exactly. Um, but before we get too far into uh, it, yes, yes, yes. let's take a move on to game two. We got Ice versus Mac. Flurry Power. It's ice versus ice cream as the Blitzball Blitz champions take on the Canadians. Team Canada looks strong early when Slick Nick steals the ball and scores one to take a 1-0 lead. The second period starts off with a Pavel play goal that starts a Mac flurry of goals, getting us to a 3-2 score in the third. We Got Ice starts the last period looking aggressive, putting Mac flurry in the defensive, but neither Zoe or Reagan can get their balls past the beast to complete the tie. Mac flurry power hangs on 3-2. Yeah, so big thing. Here was the first goal from the Pavel play. Um, very exciting. Love, love. I mean, very, we'll get to, to it later, but Pavel play is such a fun idea. Pavel play is such a fun idea. I mean, like, we saw, and without getting too, too much into it, you saw in the first game 
uh, hook line and baggage, like really fleshing out a play with Pavel and being like, this is what we want to do. Mm-hmm. With Mac Flurry, they were kind of just like, let's just fucking do it. And yeah. it worked out for them. Right. Let's, let's so, we have a physical extra person who is the yeah. best on the floor. Let's just go on on the offensive and just keep throwing balls at the net. And you can run around like a fucking maniac and just try and yeah. clean up our mess. And then that's what he does. I, and, and, and he comes so close so many more times later on in the tournament from what we've seen so far. Like he, he, right. he posted a couple more a couple more, more balls later on. But he is just like the best version of Drew. It's, it's, it's as if Drew had good ball handling skills and could just run around in circles and then keep wow. scoring. That's so rude. I mean, but he's, he's um, <laughs> like a professional player. Yeah, yeah that yeah. is true. I, I notice this every time. Whenever Pavel comes on, and this is more about like the tournament as a whole and not necessarily the specific game. Whenever Pavel comes on, he's involved in every single like second that Everywhere. the ball is in play. It's crazy. We'll talk about it later. There's like a, a game where he comes on back to back plays <laughs> and he's just like full on sprinting yep. this whole time. He's not only just it's, sprinting around like nonsensically, he's got yeah. eyes for the ball. Whatever, wherever it is, he knows where it's gonna bounce and where to where to be at the right time and still able to turn around and shoot. It's he's really, really good, cool. and he loves it. He's having um, so much fun. Chris Rose loves him so much. Chris Rose <laughs> loves this, and I love like just him being like, this is fucking crazy, guys. Uh, but talking about these teams, both of these teams looked really good. Like, we got ice. It, the number one thing that stood, stood out to me is that Mac Flurry Power uh looked like they had been playing together for years and years and years and we got ice looked like you know maybe zoe had a little bit of rust or was really anxious to score because he had such an amazing tournament last mm-hmm. tournament yeah um because zoe is really good at floorball yeah you, you um, forget until he just starts scoring goals like oh yeah you're not not too bad at this oh so. yeah zoe, zoe is kind of nuts at this huh um but they both look really good uh, we got ice just I think in the next game, which is going to be against Lovius, because we're only covering the first four, that's game five. Mm. Um, the next game, I think, is going to be the welcoming party for We Got Ice to be like, yeah, we're here. And because you, yeah. ha- you have p- people like Zoe that have been there and they are pretty good, but now they have like supplemental characters that are legit hockey players to bolster oh, yeah. their roster. So that's very helpful. Re- Reagan is nuts. Really I good. think Reagan might be the best player in this entire tournament not named pavel wow i mean like you said in your notes i mean we'll get to it later but she very well could turn this around and get like dominant soon yeah reagan like chelsea too i don't want to take anything away oh, from chelsea, chelsea was, was so cool chelsea was was it her goal in this game that the, she the, just the like, made whoever was guarding her look stupid it, it was the legs so five crazy hole. it's like she put glue on her stick <laughs> it was her ball handling and like just shooting is. Yeah. I think really I think Pavel mentioned good. it during the game. Was like, yeah, she's like known for her cool ball tricks that she can do. That's kind so, of dope. Yeah, Reagan and Chelsea stole this game for me. They played so amazingly. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, let's let's get into the next one before we go too deep. Yeah, but too again, deep. just last thing, Reagan might be the best player in the tournament by the end of this whole thing. You heard him she say, she might it. be. She's she's incredible. Game three, Wugas versus Lovias. The Wugas would love a win to start this tournament as they start a game off looking like they'll do just that. Cool hand, Luke sneaks an early goal past Dalton. Seconds later, Corin wants to take the ball to go back to its home alone as McCollumster 
sends his half court shot into the net. That was a oh, home alone joke. <laughs> McCallamster. This is a stretch. <laughs> we go to the third period, still 2 0, and McCallum ensures a core win in this second goal of the day. Lovius can't make up the oh, difference good. and drop this one 3 1. Lots of Mac lows and highs in that. Mac burn, McCallumster. McCallumster. <laughs> Kevin what Mac is that supposed to be? And he was sending the ball to go to. home alone, uh, and it was like a Kevin McAllister oh. joke. Yeah, it was. It was a lot. Was it was a like a, one. It was a lot in my mouth. <laughs> that was a tough one. Um, there was something else I was going to say about that burn, but you completely got me with <laughs> McCallumster. Wugas uh, <laughs> look crazy good. So I have this whole thing about Wugas, and it's like a little bit disrespectful on my part. Lovius looks like the worst team in the tournament. By a lot, yeah. Um, and it's nothing on them. It's not not saying like Sarah and Jesse and Nikki and Dalton all stink because that's not the case. I have it written in my notes. I'm sure you saw it. Uh, they have a serious issue with organization. Mm -hmm. There were so many times in this game where I was thinking to myself, they're like standing on top of each other. There's no like Jesse has the ball and Nikki and Sarah are like standing right next to one another. There's mm -hmm. no space for Jesse to like pass it off. So he's going to get the ball knocked off of him. I also feel like Jesse should not be playing defense um, because when he switched at the end of the third without going too much into it, uh, Lovius looked like a completely different team. They looked way better with Jesse going forward. And you saw that with his little poke check goal that he scored. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then on the other side, Wugas seems fantastic. Wugas looks like, in my opinion, we talked about this during uh, Ball and Play, where we were like, after the first round, we were like, pinstripe, hook line, two best teams. Yeah. Um, it almost fe felt the same way here with Wugas and Max Flurry Power, two best teams, because they just were so dominant against their opponent and then you know spoiler alert the next game happens and you see that oh no the Wugas have some very big holes in their like game uh in a sense that yeah they're really good going forward really really good going forward yeah but they take a small hit defensively because of that or they like I don't know what the right word is, but they kind of like space out a little bit mm. on defense, and that allows for goals to happen, like you saw it in here with the, with Lovia's goal. And then you see it again in the next game. But like they have these little cracks in their armor where, yes, they may be the best team offensively, and they are absolutely crazy going forward. Like mm -hmm. Luke is nuts. Corwin can score from wherever he wants. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I I have it more in the next game's notes, but if Lauren starts timing her shots a little better from mm -hmm. when Luke or Corwin like just pass it to her, she's in the perfect position so many times. If she can yeah, get a stick yeah. on it, she's gonna score yeah, so sure many start goals. To fall. Yeah, I, I think you're right about like about Lovey is I, I think it's something to do with how Nikki is not a hockey player and he's been taking a lot of the charge. I think you're, like, since he's such an athletic guy, he needs to just stand back and he doesn't know necessarily where to position himself because he's not familiar with the sport. So let the hockey t hockey players take the lead and he should maybe just stand back and just right. cover everything and be, be Dalton's guy right, right in front of him. And the two of them should be defensive. Um, and maybe that'll help open things up a little bit more, just keeping 
the quick guy in the back and having him just clear balls up to the people and maybe get some more rebounds up there. Um, Wug is, like you said, very, very organized offensively uh, and maybe just focused a little bit too much on that. But you can get away with that when you're right. playing teams that are much less skilled than you, hockey-wise. Um, uh, one big thing for Nikki and me that I was like thinking about was Nikki got to a point, and I forget if it was the second period or the third period Mm -hmm. where Nikki gets to this point where he's clearly frustrated that he is not better and it's not a bad thing it's not a bad thing at all it's not like ah what a douchebag how dare he be angry during this fun time game yeah it's nothing like that it's very much Nikki's a competitor Nikki is used to being one of the better players on the field and Mm -hmm. he's just struggling with hockey because guess what guys Hockey's a fucking hard sport. Is, you, can't, you think Hockey's you can just pick up a stick really and be hard. good? You can't. It's just not, not the way it, it you works. You cannot. It's years and years and of get... having a feel for something like that. It's like it's like catching a right. baseball. Like you, it, it takes a long time to be good at even just catching a simple ball if it's thrown fast at you or like catching a ground right. ball. That, that's, it's tough to do. You get a feel for it over the course of your life. So if you just start, decide to pick up a hockey stick and think you're going to have a, a good touch on a shot or catching a pass, it's just not going to be the way it right. goes. And you see in this game... And this is the last thing, then we'll move on. But, like, you see in this game where before this point where Nikki gets frustrated, you're seeing their strategy is Nikki and Jesse. Nikki's going to be, like, running around. Jesse's going to stay up near midfield or whatever they call it in this sport. Uh, And Sarah's going to stay in front of the goal and try and, like, gore. Yeah. And then Nikki gets frustrated and you see it's Jesse at midfield and Nikki and Sarah just standing in front of the goal mm-hmm. because Nikki just like is just like get me the get, ball get me and I there. need to get this shot yeah. in yeah you need, you need these and, like predefined roles pregame and you, of course you need to be flexible with whatever your game plan is and see right. where the game goes but I, it seems like they didn't they had like the least plan going into the game they or they definitely have the least organization yeah um and I'm really hoping that that changes because I really like this team. Their jerseys are awesome. Yeah. They, they continue to um, just stun me with their jerseys. I need to get some, yeah. some fashion of a lovey jersey at some point. Um, jersey watch. Who do you like the best? Uh, real quick. Who, who do I like the best? Yeah. I mean. Is it the Woogas? Uh, I think hook, I like McFlurry Power the best. They're always great. I mean, that 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 is a, an it's everlasting the same design. Though. Though. But, but it looks issue. really cool as a hockey jersey, though. It does. It's it, the only issue for me is that it's the same exact jersey from Blitzball yeah. Battle Three, but it's fine. I think I like them the best. Purple's historically my favorite color. Mm. Um, it's one of the best crop of then, jerseys like, we've seen in a tournament. I think it's crazy. I love uh, Hookline, and Hookline's my team. Well documented. Yeah. Yeah. Hookline's my team, but I hate over the top logos. Okay, and like that's all there is is like a graphic T logo. Like, their Blitzball Blitz jersey was my favorite one by a mile. Mm-hmm. And if they just had something like that for the floorball, they'd be my favorite. Yeah. But it was just, like, it's too much going on. Yeah. I love the colors of Wooga's. Um, Still might buy one. I, I don't know. I, I'm between three half of the jersey, so I can't buy three hockey <laughs> jerseys. That'd be insane. <laughs> we'll see. I'll get one of them. All right. Okay. Here Let's we go. Let's get to this fourth game, baby. Four. Four. 
It's a battle of the brothers with the family watching as baby James has to decide who his real father is. Luke continues to dominate with an early goal, but their mood is soon soured by Kraus, who matches their tally. Luke decides he is no longer Jimmy's brother, but in fact he is his father after scoring a hat-trick in front of their family. But Baggage is not dead yet. Pasty gets them within one, and Jimmy, with ice in his veins, scores a backhand goal with time running out to tie the game and go into a shootout. The shootout goes all the way through two rounds until Corwin tricks Jake by doing the old forget how to play hockey trick and then slapping it in the net. Wugas <laughs> wins a tight one in overtime, four to three. <laughs> oh my goodness! Hey, you want to hear some controversy? I'm going to start some controversy. Do Brendan. it. Do it. I don't know how Corwin's game-winning goal in the shootout was legal. Okay. Because you're supposed to keep forward momentum and like. I don't know if it's like your body has to keep going forward. I feel like he fully stopped and the ball rolled backwards before he scored. Hmm. Well, so the ball ball can do whatever it wants, but you're right. He has to keep moving forward. Maybe it was just ever so slightly. His body was still, he didn't step back or he didn't step laterally. So I guess he was very technically all right. Because they seem like they're they're, they're pretty keen on that. They're they're noticing that stuff. Like like Zoe had that, that goal that was taken back because he moved yeah backwards into the left or to the right a little bit so i, th- I think for a game winner they would definitely would have called out on that or at least jimmy okay. or somebody would have, been, would have been like hey what's uh what's that yeah because you know? it was just like i mean maybe it's just the fact that i don't really know hockey that well or yeah. floorball yeah, ball, ball can move back and forth as long as you're going for and it. i was watching it and it, you even saw it in the game like there wasn't a lot of like oh you know except for when the jimmy they, goal jimmy goal won, huge it was kind of oh, just well no for the game winning because yeah, it yeah, was yeah. kind of just like is like, that whoa. is that allowed yeah because it's, it's hard because oh, you, okay. you don't see it until the replay exactly what happened We're like did he touch it twice or did he like did he shoot it and right. try to hit a rebound you, you couldn't tell until you see the slow-mo and then you're like oh he just straight up like this good handler just mishandled quickly and that was enough to trick yeah. jake um bad, I mean, bad positioning by jake i think on that one when it's bad positioning when it's, with Jake, oh, that was my next point. Man, yeah, Jake is where that bad ball is all the time. Get your whole body right and like block up, block that angle. He didn't block the angle at all. I, I like, think I don't like, know what, what what was going on there. Did you watch the video that they put out when it was uh, Pavel and Kane versus Jimmy, Jake, and Jack in like penalty shots? No, it was like Pavel got ten shots against Jake, ten shots against Jack. Mm-hmm. And then however many he scored, Jimmy had 20 shots to get half that amount okay. against Kane. Gotcha. And Pavel said, like, at, during that video, he was like, yeah, Jack is kind of a better goalie than Jake because Jake uh, tries to do too much mm. in goal. And, like, I have it written in my notes. I don't know if you saw that. Jake's goaltending strategy, and I understand what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. He's trying to move around a lot to make the opponent feel like, oh, if I shoot over there, he's going to cover it because Jake moves a lot. It looks like an open space, Mm -hmm. but it's not. But I feel like when he does that, he just opens up these huge holes. You're right. He'll dive and then leave it wide open. And Sometimes he'll dive when they're trying to make him dive and then leave leave an entire net open. And with with that that last goal, too, the Corwin goal, uh, it was almost like he was waiting for Corwin to make another move. And got like lulled. the Goran goal in the, oh, the shootout, course, and he shootout. he got lulled to sleep and was like, "Wait, is he gonna shoot?" And he's like, "No, not yet." And then he did, and he's like, "Oh shit!" And then like, react when you can't react when someone's that close to you. Right. you he's playing off right. reactions. You need to just get your body in the best position. Yeah, exactly. And 
<clears throat> you know, it worked. It obviously worked last tournament, Jake's goaltending. Because mm-hmm. Jake was a good goaltender last tournament. Um, but in this one, it feels like, especially the uh, the Woogas figured him out. You know, yeah. um, specifically Corwin. Yeah, you just want to make him lean one way, and then you can go the other way. But that being said, just like we said earlier, baggage versus Woogas, it felt like baggage and baggage and Woogas were like true equals. Yeah. During like the actual playing part of the game, um, they Woogas didn't feel like they were blowing them out like they did against Lovias. And no, this goes you back never thought to me. They, were, they were out of the game because even when they were outscored three to one at one point, Bag was right. like, "Well, they still control the ball really well. They don't look like they're scrambling. They have a they have a plan." Yeah, and it was pretty cool that each one of their uh, on the floor players scored a goal too. Evenly or, distributed. Or uh, Kraus really played well in yeah. this game. Yeah, really, really. I really want to call him out specifically. Kraus played really, really well. Yeah, in he, this he game. makes me want to see more. I think I think Corwin had a couple of, in maybe another game they played too. I want to see more shots from like half field plus because i think those those well, things do pretty well that's what i was going to bring up next and i don't i don't uh, like as usual i don't want to go too far into it mm. before we actually do our recaps but corwin seems to have <clears throat> and i think i wrote this somewhere um corwin seems to have or woogas in general have seemed to fully abandon their strategy from lovias where they were playing really well together and they were running in and attacking the net from close and drawing people out of position. And Corwin, I want to say, for the first two and a half periods was only taking shots from midfield. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of sitting there watching, like, if they go up and they, like, just run around and confuse the baggage defense, I feel like they could get Lauren and Luke or Corwin, whoever has the ball, if Luke is the one running around. Yeah. Like, completely free. Yeah. I guess I know um, they're doing with a different defense now that's more competent and will, right. will can fully flesh out a defensive well, plan. It almost felt as though they just kept wasting opportunity after opportunity because mm-hmm. Corwin was just shooting. And, you know, when you shoot from that far, it's either going to go directly into the goalie's chest Mm-hmm into the goal, which is what you want, or it's going to go out of bounds and be a free hit. Yeah. Or like just kind you of know, pinball off of a bunch of players that are in front of the net too. I mean, it could, but I'm how many times Corwin took like 11 shots that I have listed as off target from, and most of those were from midfield mm-hmm. where he missed entirely and just gave baggage a free hit. Yeah. And like, I don't want to, be the biggest critic because it definitely could work. I mean, Pavel's the one who's fucking, he's the pro. Yeah. And he was saying, like, wow, great strategy here from Wugos. Right, I guess it does like, sort of create, it, like, it, it creates a, a screen if you're shooting from far out, too, because there's going to be a lot of players in your line of sight if someone's shooting from more than halfway. Right. So I guess that could work in your in your effect. But, like, if someone's screening the goalie, that means that they're also kind of in the way of your shot. So I don't know. Yeah. I think I think you need you always need to bounce for everything. I think you need some of those shots. You need hopefully if, if a couple fall in, then great. But you right. definitely need to crash the boards as well. I want to see Jesse start to shoot from midfield. I feel like he would fucking rip, rip it up. Yeah, rip them. Back to the beginning, Back Brendan. To the beginning. Back to the beginning. Game one. Baggage. All right, let's burn versus it. Hook line seekers. Let's burn it. <laughs> burn. Dun, 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 dun. Sauerkraut? What? 
I wasn't sure if you liked that one or if you're like, I didn't, I'm not looking at you. I'm reading my notes when I'm doing that. And I just hear you go, oh, sauerkraut. Uh, no. <laughs> like disappointed. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't like that. Oh, it was here. because in my head, I was like, oh, Brendan could probably make a funny joke about Krauser's name sounding like sauerkraut. And then I was like, <laughs> He just did that. <laughs> but I was like, now it all, he just said sour and then Kraus. That's 100% what he was going for. <laughs> don't, forget so, McCall- don't forget McCallumster. Don't forget McCallumster. No, highs and lows, Brendan. Highs and lows. Um, so, yeah. Like we said, period one. Kind of, we didn't know what this game was going to be like. And this first half... <laughs> First period was it showed us exactly what this tournament was going to be. Mm-hmm. You had these two teams, uh, you know, baggage being the veterans and really knowing what was going on and how to play together versus Hookline, who fully, in my eyes, their first period strategy and really their strategy for most of this game w- felt like it was. Just fucking make sure their ball doesn't go in and yeah. just get in front of everything. Because they're like running. Drew's getting fucking drilled at every turn. Mm-hmm. Pat's getting hit a lot. Um, you saw in this game, Pat. Uh, what what do you know his last name? Uh, Skeba, I got in front of me. Pat Skeba um, or Sheba, whatever they were Sheba. calling him. Sheba. Uh, he played full defense. He had zero shots. The whole game. Pat it's good to have those defined roles, too. I like that. Yeah, and, you know, honestly, whenever you're playing something for the first time with a new team, mm. it's always very safe to go full defense for your first time together. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you'll see opportunities like, oh, in this moment, we are able to just, like, we find a pathway exactly. to the goal. Let's just take it. But otherwise, fall back and just make something happen. Exactly. Um, baggage was being very aggressive. Uh, in terms of their offense in mm-hmm. this game, uh, it helps me when you when you have three players that have good ball handling too. It it helps when all three of you have that same skill because right you can get to the net and feel confident that even if you miss, someone's going to be there to catch a rebound and hopefully score. Or at least it's tough to catch passes because it's a small court and you're whipping it back and forth and there's a lot of sticks in front of you. So for to have yeah. anyone be able to catch a pass and then shoot, really difficult in, the, in this sport. Um, and it's really cool when it happens. Yeah, love to see and it. you saw the Pavel play for the first time. Yeah, um, We got the Pavel play going on in this game for the first time where you're kind of like, oh, okay, so it's a power play plus some because Pavel is just so yeah. good. And, and it, It's know, we'll even more awesome this. than I, I really originally was thinking it would be because we always get these stars to come in and co-host with Rose, and we don't get to right. see them use their skill. And this guy gets to use it right. twice for a, a minute of every single game. <laughs> he gets to be on full display and just run around like a maniac. So it's cool to get to see him be in the booth, um, which it seems like, I think I heard that someone said it's like his first time doing this and it seems like he's been doing it for his entire life. He's so funny and so awesome. Commentating? Yeah. Like doing play-by-play. Really? He's never done it before. Uh, and then gets to simultaneously go on and put on a show. Like what what a, such a fun idea as a, as a power play in general, but also from a pure entertainment standpoint to see someone performed their best skill on screen is just really really cool awesome 
It's like it's like that old thing where people are like, "Oh, the Olympics would be so much better if they just had one normal person." If Pavel Barber played events. all the sports, it'd be so much more fun. <laughs> it'd be so much better if Pavel Barber was in every sport. <laughs> no, if they have like normal person go up against all the Olympians, and just to see how that's kind of what you have are. here because yeah. it's it's literally we've talked about it before. It's eight people, or I guess six people on the floor with one pro, and yeah. you see the pro is just moving so much faster, making these decisions so mm-hmm. much faster, being so much more accurate. But that being said, Pavel Play comes in, baggage, and we'll talk about this later during the Wugas game specifically, uh, has an amazing penalty kill where, the, where Hookline comes off with nothing. Courtney is being a menace, just absolutely... Uh, making Jake stay on his toes because, mm-hmm. you know, she has that one shot that goes under Jake's legs but hits the post and comes out and mm-hmm. it's like, oh my God. And then the period ends with, it ends 0-0 with a breakaway uh, Kraus and Jimmy where it's just off target and it's like, okay, this is heating up now, yep. you know? You get into the second half. Oh wait, did, um, that's right. Sam got a penalty because that's where was Sam it, was she the high sticking penalty no this was her getting too close oh, okay to the to the free hit was that it or all I wrote was Drew goes to shoot but Sam is too close and gives yeah, away probably the first a, penalty probably this a, a free hit so Sam got too close goes to there she starts in the box Sam by the way uh very naughty. It's, in so, this it's so funny how she'll do something <laughs> yeah. very clearly wrong and she's like, that's fucking bullshit and throw her stick. It's like, Sam is a menace. It's crazy. I, think it, I don't know she if it was has... this game or the next game where she like talks shit to the ref. She's like, what do you, what do you mean? And he, you just hear the ref go like, I don't know, you hit her pretty hard. <laughs> like you clearly hit her like in the chest with the stick and she's so mad. But I love the fire. Oh, so good. I love the fire. So good. Sam Is Sam a natural heel? She might Sam be. So being, she's something we've been eating so in nice. these tournaments. Sam is so nice. Some people just flip and that switch when they go on any court. Or she field. becomes it. She turns into an athlete, and she's just a fucking absolute <laughs> heel. Lean into it. Yeah, honestly, I love it. Um, but you know, you start off the second period. Sam's in the box for twenty seconds. Baggage is still like attacking, 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 attacking. That's not holding them back. Yeah. Right. Um, Courtney then gets a high stick. Mm-hmm. On Krause's shot, she's in for a penalty. Baggage has the power play, um, but power play ends with nothing. It's like okay, good two two really good kills. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Jimmy shoots it, comes off the boards, and just perfectly right in front of Sam mm-hmm. to just tap it in past Kane. Kane tap tap, tap a room. who. F- Famously, did not have a goal scored on him until the final in the last. That's an insane stat. Absolutely, I mean, it probably insane. helped to have the team wor- that he had. He's he Wormburner, yeah, Wormburner. So they, they're just a nasty team, right? Um, Sam scores first goal, and you're just and Sam, by the way, uh, did not even smile. I was going to say that. So everybody else that scores in this tournament is just like, yeah. <laughs> or does some sort of celebration she just like back to work let's get back in the fucking field. let's go let's go more intense dude that's it some, sometimes intense. people talk about it a lot in uh, in baseball where sometimes the coolest celebration or backflip is like the lack of a backflip and just 
running around the bases stone cold and just going right to the dugout and not saying anything oh, or cool. celebrating. Sometimes it's really cool to just be a beast and be like, yeah, I've been here before. I'm not, not excited. Let's yeah. do more. Oh, I could never. Are you kidding me? I wear my heart on my sleeve. <laughs> yeah. I could I could never. If I do something cool, I'll be like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> you know, I think like in my bring it back to me <laughs> when i uh when i was doing the soccer league up here oh, and that's enough of peter talk league. let's talk about me and we're done now <laughs> on to brendan um when i was doing the adult soccer league i played defense mostly i scored three goals one season all three goals every time i scored i just started laughing i just, I was like, <laughs> this I just so took great. my shirt off and everyone started laughing at me <laughs> <laughs> but um like i could never sam's stone cold dude. it it's depends crazy. on the on the setting for me if if i'm with with just friends i'll be just as i'll be ridiculous and stupid and make a, right. a, a huge meal out of it but in like a when i would play for school or whatever or anything like that i would just be quiet and nervous and just be like okay uh well you know it's, it's, it's when different. you played for school it was also different because it was like i don't know if it was like this by you by us it was like if you celebrated there you're in trouble right. yeah you're, you're also like 13 years yeah. old with like a bunch of like you're old like not, that you're afraid of you're not supposed to don't you fucking how dare you yeah. celebrate and then in college okay, when i was playing it was like fun out you know playing sports it was a sport where you're running as fast as you can the entire time and then you're exhausted so when you finish a race you don't have any energy to like to celebrate you're just like right. <laughs> just trying to hold on for to your life it's like okay just don't okay. sit down yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you you go into it right and drew is like clearly starting to make things happen where he's mm-hmm. like Starting late runs to catch the defense off guard, and you know it tricks his own teammates where they go to pass to him, but he had already started this late run to like run forward and be mm-hmm. free. Um, and then baggage reclaims the ball immediately, calls for Pavel, and they Jimmy draws up a play from the Mighty Ducks, <laughs> um, being like, "It's time for us to." Go up two nil, uh, because Pavel pilot on make bag make yeah. hook line just. I, I love the strategy by baggage too. I think they're going to end up using Pavel the best throughout the tournament and know exactly when to to use him. I think it's so smart to now continue my momentum and potentially score another goal right yeah back to back and just shove it down their throats and make them feel like they need to also exhaust their Pavel play and even if they score on theirs. They'll still be down. I think yeah. that's a smart, really smart way to do it instead of using it out yep. of desperation. I hundred percent agree, hundred percent agree. Um, and then you have you know Pavel comes in, and this is where Drew fully like embraces the "fuck it, I'll get hit with the ball" mentality, <laughs> and he just like is getting in front of everything mm-hmm. and not even letting the ball come to Kane, and they kill the play, which is huge out of them. Uh, and then. Moment of the tournament so far where Sam gets a high stick after after taking a shot, getting a shot off on target. Sam high sticks against uh, someone and throws her stick. <laughs> Another <laughs> penalty for Sam. Um, but, you know, baggage saves it again. And the play and the period ends one zero. Uh Baggage is ahead. Yeah. And then you're coming into the third, and Brendan, as much of a hook line fan as I am, I thought it was over. 
Yeah, because they, they still don't look like they have uh, the same skill set that Baggage does. The only way they're able to tie it up is just because, like you're saying, Drew decides to learn how to jump in front of every single ball and be everywhere at once. He's, like I said before, the less hockey-oriented version of Pavel Barber, who can just be anywhere at any time, but will do right. whatever he can to get the ball. And then he, to me, is like the kind of player that, if you're a hockey player playing like in a rec league in college, you would hate drew davis because like this guy doesn't fucking play hockey but he's still so effective <laughs> because he's everywhere and will just keep swinging his stick and might just score get goals. tired yeah just get fucking he won't get tired he this is what <laughs> yeah, this is what, exactly. what nikki maybe needs to emulate is emulate more of what drew davis is doing because i think that the two of them come from a similar background where neither of them are hockey oriented and they both yeah. are super athletic so but drew is also much bigger than nikki that's true and like he can get in front of things easier right it's so, yeah, that is true. Nikki's very much wider because he's got those massive, massive quads. Massive huge quads. Glutes. Massive glutes. <laughs> got huge quads, huge glutes. Huge glutes. So we go into uh, the third, and, you know, we'll just go through it real quick. Um, Pat gets a steal. Pat, very defensive. You haven't heard his name too much because he's been entirely a defensive player. Uh, and it's been awesome to watch. Defense is underrated. I love it in every sport. Defense mm-hmm. is the best. Um, steals the ball, gets it to Courtney. Courtney misses. Drew gets the rebound, essentially, because this is the one that, like, um, did it, it come off of Jake's leg, and then Drew picked it up and poked it in? Yeah, I think so. Something like that? Yeah. Um, and Drew gets the goal. They check it to see if uh, somebody's if, in the box. I think they thought that maybe Drew ended up Courtney? in the crease or some. Oh, maybe somebody. Yeah, and uh, you know, it turns out nope. Good goal. Hook line gets this goal back. After this, hook line full defense, mm-hmm. full defense. Uh, baggage is assaulting the goal. Pa 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 pa. Nothing can happen. We go to a shootout. Yeah, it, it seems like that's what what I'm getting from watching floorball one and two is that sometimes even if you have full possession of the ball for majority of the game, sometimes shots just don't fall, and it's yeah. it's just one. Of, sometimes it's going to be one of those games where you're trying and trying, and eventually things will start to fall. Maybe next game, um, but there's going to be days where your shots just go off the post, or there's someone in the way, or you know, it, it, you want to just pile on shots in hopes that. What ten percent of them go in? I don't know. I don't know percentages right. really well, but it, you, a lot of times you're just praying, and eventually better opportunities will will come about. But uh, this this is a game where, like you said, we said before that it started, baggage just looked so in control, uh, and it, yep. Even though they lost, they were like the better team. I'm gonna look something up really quick. Okay, but I was gonna um, say too that both goals that Drew scores, one in the shootout, one in the regular uh, regulation, are so close to not being goals. Like that one had to be checked that they scored in regulation. And then the one that he scores in the shootout is just a little dribbler that goes past Jake. Uh, so for that to be the way you lose is definitely a little bit heartbreaking for baggage. It's very, it's very baggage to lose by two tiny little goals that barely go in. Right. So this is what I was looking up. You take shots like crazy in a hope that something goes in, mm-hmm. right? Oh no. <laughs> oh, big sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> NHL, and I know that NHL is not 
the best comparison because these are professional hockey players, not professional floorball players. My God. Um, The top 50 goalies, their save percentage, number 50 in NHL, his save percentage is 0.892. Wow. Just to put that into perspective. So, like, this is what pro hockey players do, too. And granted, like, they're pros. They're going up against pros. They're they're really just praying. Essentially, they're sending off a shot that, and then they're like, "Oh, I hope this one goes in." Or if it um, or if it takes a, a funny bounce that uh, your your player can be up there rebounding. It seems right. like that's a big. Strategy but it's a, a similar strategy too. here. Yeah, it's a similar strategy here where it's just like get as many shots off as you can. Like you know, everybody has a save percentage per my stats mm-hmm. uh, that is over six hundred. Yeah, you know, like this is a sport where you you want to just do something like that. Mm-hmm. But we go into the shootout, um, and with that, like we all know, hook line wins in the shootout. And the way that it happened was Jimmy, who personally I think is probably the best um, shooter, yeah, shootout guy on baggage. Uh, yeah, and he doesn't even put it on target. Mm-hmm. You know, that I was wondering about stuck. that. So it's it's hard when you so he he opens the the first shootout like to decide who gets the ball with yeah. his patented shot that uh, Pavel right. was talking about. I guess that, he was referencing that that video you were talking about. That must be what he was talking about. Where he kind of had that move to the left, shoot outside, sort of move down. But the once people right. know that's your move, then how do you keep doing it? You know, like so, I, I I saw him try to do it again, but like wanted to be a little bit cuter with it, and it just a little, made it a little bit harder. Um, I I, I want to see him try something else out because otherwise, if you if you keep doing the move left, shoot right for the upper ninety, yeah, it's gonna I be mean, harder Jimmy, and harder to get. Jimmy gets in his head a lot. We know this from other yeah. sports. So in a situation like that, where it's a shootout, you got to think. Is how much of that is Jimmy missing because he like made a mistake, or how much is it Jimmy being like what you're saying, like fuck, I have one move, I need to do something different. And ask me, so if you have one move, it has to be perfect every time. Exactly, you know. But that's the end of the game. It's the end of the game. Good job, hook line. Player of the game. Player of the game. I have player of the game. Has it. Brendan has it. It's Drew Davis. He scored a goal and then also won the shootout. I mean, Drew Davis. we talked about him all up so long. He's everywhere. He's up, he's down, he's, he's left, he's right. He's in the goal. He's playing defense. He's. This is a, a great sport to showcase his talents, too, because we always talk about how athletic he is when he's playing defense in Blitzball. You don't get to see him move around too much there. You see him get to move around a little bit more in ball and play. Uh, and this yeah. is the sport. It's not his main sport, obviously, by any stretch, but it's a sport that gets to showcase his absurd uh squirrel ability oh interesting very yep. fun i think it was um drew was really good uh drew kind <laughs> of clearly hasn't played hockey before something like this besides like gym class probably yeah um really did a very good job of playing defense legally uh and you know recognizing opportunities where he could go in and you know score and i believe i could be wrong 
I believe Drew was a lacrosse player. Okay. Um, so you so it's to kind up. of similar. You just put it the other way, and you're you good. Just put it down. Put it down. Just put it down. Um, I believe like the thought processes of like how to score and whatnot is pretty similar. So you could see that he's recognizing mm-hmm. opportunities, uh, spa- and he's recognizing space and all this, and right. He's doing a very good job with it's it. It's just like a, a shrunken um, down version of it, but it's still the same setup. Was like people running yeah. around on the field where you can run behind the net. Yeah, yeah. Give Drew a year. Next, next floor ball, he'll be great. Yeah, have him do Sorry. like do a, a handling training session with Chelsea in the off season, oh. <laughs> and then he's golden. <laughs> Go ahead, go to Canada. Have <laughs> yeah. fun. Have fun. Play of the game. Play of the game. <laughs> They're laughing at me because I stuttered. <laughs> I'm giving it to Drew as well. Wow. For his goal in the third period wow. because it kept the game alive for hook line. Wow. And it was entertaining as hell. Um you know. Drew, like we said, we we really put an emphasis on his defensive ability and just like being able to cover everything and give Kane really not a lot to deal with as much as he should have. Yeah. Um, but that goal was so perfectly executed. Great celebration. We love the celebrations on this channel. Yeah, we love love the energy he brings podcast. in general. Um, but yeah, not much else to Great say. Job. Yeah, I and mean, we should probably start blasting through these other ones because we are yeah. running low, baby. Okay. We're running. Well, it's four games. <clears throat> yeah. Game two, we got ice versus Mac Flurry Power. Uh, you know, without getting, without recapping the whole thing, uh, re- or recapping every single event in the first period, how quick did they score? That did Nick score his goal? Uh, I, I want to say it was within the first minute. I don't remember how fast it was. Uh, I but, think it was and like and your, no, and your nose is very in. early in the notes, and you're kind of going pretty chronologically. So I, I want to say yeah. it's definitely within the first minute. Um, so within the first minute, Nick scores. They do a full team celebration. They're stirring up the McFlurry, right? You got to love that. This team, Brendan, McFlurry power. Holy shit. It's like they've played together forever. It's like they've played together forever. Steve, Nick, and Chelsea were like, they just knew where each other was. And they were like, oh, he'll probably be here now. Fire a pass over. Nick gets it on the end of his stick. Oh, Chelsea's probably behind me. Puts it back. Chelsea's right there. Gets a shot Mm -hmm. off. Chelsea, the, like, the amount of sh- shots that Chelsea had that almost went in, and you, you just like you, I, I saw you write it down, and when you, and you were recapping it, you felt like she was going to score five goals this game just because yep. of how many opportunities she had, and she had good looks too, not just like ripping shots wildly. She had good looks, good shots, and all. Yeah. I think it, it's one of those things where all these people have hockey in their blood. Your Canadians just are they grew up with it. It's it's instinctual to them. So even though they haven't played for, together for years, they all have the the same instincts, and they they could play off each other really well. Who knows what they did before the tournament started, but whatever they did do made their chemistry just fly off the yeah. charts. They, they, they look fantastic together, and they're they're going to be it's, it's it's kind of them and Wugas are the are the two teams that look like they're taking the charge. Uh, I don't even know about Wugas. Once we get to Game Four, we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like first half was entirely 
McFlurry power. Just absolutely crushing it the whole time. Like, Zoe got flustered. You could see it because Zoe was taking shots that were just like, if he settled it for a second longer, he would have gotten it more on target and yeah. maybe a better location might have scored. Mm-hmm. K-Mac is also huge. So taking up that goalie spot is pretty pretty big for the boy. Yeah. But we saw in this game, too, like Steve Dangle uh, did like a Pat Sheva full defense um, mm-hmm. role. And you got to think, and that's what, this is what I started thinking, and uh, spoiler alert, in the next two games it proves not to be true, but this is where I start thinking. It's like, oh, are the better teams just essentially sacrificing an option forward to make one person a full defensive player and all this? And it's, it's not true, but during this game you started to think it because we got ice, we're getting shut down left, right, and center, and yeah. it could just be because Nick was a maniac going forward, and then you had Chelsea who, you know, she could, if she wanted to, I'm certain of it, she could walk at a snail's pace just handling the ball on the yeah, stick. Yeah, just confusing the and, hell out like, of you. And, like, walk through everyone. Right. I, everybody who comes at her, I'm so certain. Chelsea's fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah. Um, then you go into the second period, and, you know, then Reagan starts to show her stuff. And mm-hmm. Reagan is... You know, I said it before. Reagan might be the best player. Got great handling and has speed too. She can run around like crazy. And power. Yeah, it's crazy how strong she is. She gets the shot off, and I'm like, "Was that a bullet? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on?" I mean, you hear her talk um, about how she doesn't have the full weight of the ball uh, figured out on her stick. So once she figures that out, maybe next game we see yeah. her. It's going to be lights out. She's going to score a hat trick this tournament for sure. I hope. There's I hope no so. doubt in my mind. Yeah, she's so so good, but. Then you see the Pavel play come into effect here. And it's what we were talking about before, where Pavel scores for mm-hmm. uh, Mac Flurry power with, you know, very little directions, kind of like just just do what you do. Which kind of makes sense for think, these Canadians, like, too. Like It's just more another Canadian on their team. Like, right. hey, uh, let's just all be Canadians and uh, run around and just be good at hockey, and you'll probably score. He's like, all right, let's do that. Right. And Chelsea gets the assist. Um and it was kind of like just a. Uh, it was kind of just a. Everybody passes really well on McFlurry, mm-hmm. and if you watch a lot of like sports that don't have a lot of stoppages, like hockey, soccer, uh, lacrosse, mm-hmm. things like this, the teams that win are typically the teams mm-hmm. that pass better. And that's those are the kind of games um, that make the game look pretty too when you see people passing back and forth it looks clean that way it looks professional and that seems to be what helps teams win for sure exactly so pavel scores and this is what we were talking about before with we got ice immediately calls him back out yeah um and they just say just do what you did before give us a goal it it sounds silly but also at the same time that is what you want to do with pavel after seeing four games of him coming out for both teams let him do his yeah. thing. I think there's a couple... I forget which team did it, but there was a, a team that was shooting a lot with their other players when Pavel was on the court. Like, let him let him do it. Like, I know if it comes to you, I it guess, was, rip a uh, shot. Woogers. Yeah, like, let him do his thing. Like, let, give him... Get the ball to him. Let him run around yeah. the players and take, take a... All his shots are going to be better than your shots. So let him but, you do know, his thing. I don't... I didn't think it was that bad of an idea because, like, when Pavel's there, that's what you're expecting, right? Yeah. So if you can catch somebody cheating, whether it be the goalie or a defenseman, if you can catch somebody cheating being like, 
yeah, why would I do this when I could be watching Pavel? Right. Um, like, if you could get one there, good That's for true, you too. And I guess if you could rip a hard enough shot and it bounces off somebody, something, Pavel will probably be there to get the rebound wherever it may be, and he could do his thing yeah. again. So, yeah, we'll see. I'm interested to see how more people use it if they just decide to, like, if they, if they take the baggage route yeah. and set up a play for him. Because it's, it's tough. 30 seconds happens quickly. You, you, yeah. you don't get he gets maybe two it shots does. max in, in each Pavel play. Yeah. And uh we got ice didn't get him get didn't get to score during his Pavel play, but it's, it it does set something up. Immediately after when they get a set play, DZ passes the ball over to Reagan who fucking snipes one. Yeah. And at this point in my head I'm like I fucking told you. Reagan's <laughs> so fucking I'm full on a Reagan fan. She's so good. Yeah. Very cool. Um I'm like running around going nuts in my head because obviously I'm not running around <laughs> watching yeah, this yeah. go. Wow. <laughs> You're just spinning um, around in this chair. <laughs> <laughs> um, then right off of that, Chelsea scores. And then again, in my head, it's like, I fucking told uh, you. Chelsea's so fucking good. Like, she, she's bound to, who, to Who'd you this. tell? You told yourself. <laughs> Myself, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I knew it. You. I was like, <laughs> I was, I'm trying to get Matthew to watch this so badly. And mm-hmm. I know he's just going to shit talk everyone. <laughs> Does he play hockey? There's no doubt in my mind. He plays pond hockey. Okay, so he, he, does, he plays never, very recreationally had, with friends. Yeah, never had real, um, like training or whatever. He's yeah, just a Rangers fan, and he's like, "I bought a stick and some skates." And right. like, okay, Matt. Um, <laughs> he's the but best. then, like, you know, then the shots start coming off. Pop, 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 pop. You said that second period was nuts. Was it second four, period was the best period? period of anything I've ever seen. That's because crazy. at the very and then at the very end of it, Zoe steals the ball, runs downfield, and scores. And it's like shit. We got a fucking game. Yeah, and, and Zoe. Period, I, we always known Zoe has been athletic and and, and quick. Right. But he looks really uh, light on his feet this tournament. He looks fast. Right. This game was nuts. This game in its entirety might have might be the best floorball game I've ever seen. Yeah. Just the, the, well, the back and forth and a team looking so dominant. Then for the other team, like, oh no no, we can score too. And to have yeah. uh, the tit for tat second period was a lot of fun to see. It, any any period you get multiple goals is very very exciting because five minutes is, is not a long time. Yeah, I mean this this whole game ends or this period ends with Zoe stealing the ball and scoring. You sit there and you think like, "Fuck!" I thought after that first period, I fully thought we got ice was dead. Yeah, and I was like, "They like." And the only reason why McFlurry is even winning right now is because of the Pavel play. Exactly. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about at the end of the second? At the end of the second, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, and Chelsea just being an absolute fucking stud. Right. Um, you see, we go into the third. I feel like we got Ices right back in it. Yeah. They got it. Momentum's back for them. If they're just and seeing a four-goal period, it. too, like, you're not expecting a third period where nothing is scored at all. Yep. They almost had it. They had a really good opportunity right to start the third period, yeah. but Mac Flurry like, you know, gets the ball back and Chelsea almost scores and like it, the third period also in absolutely insane. Spoiler alert so that I don't just go through everything because it's really hard not to just read through everything mm-hmm. that happened. It ends with no goals. You got Zoe being a maniac um who essentially leads K-Mac out of the goal before he passes back to DZ uh, to like shoot at an empty net, but he just mishits it, and you're like, oh my god, this is fucking crazy. Um, both of these teams are desperate for another goal. Reagan shooting from her own half, like, 
just barely missing it. She does. She shoots again. The K-Max saves, and it's just like every second. Yeah, he, you know, it and he, it's hard to say if, though, it, if it's intentional. But Mac Flurry just was heavy on defense, and right, we got ice was heavy on offense, and they looked more desperate to get a goal because they were behind. And Mac yeah. Flurry for five entire minutes was like, let's just keep this one goal lead, which seems like an insane strategy, but it, maybe well, it's it just more of like a, 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 a more you can more test it to. We got ice being that aggressive that they had to be on their heels right. a little bit but they were also going for it like they were going for it hard to mm-hmm. get us another goal of separation and you know the 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 game ends with jack going forward because at this point who fucking cares if they score another goal yeah um we're not on a point system here there's no like real goal differential it's like if you win two games you get a buy and that's what they're going for. they're trying to set themselves up for that mm-hmm. um Jack goes forward. K-Mac looks like he had no idea that was allowed. Right. <laughs> um, like, huh? uh, but then the game ends. 2-3. Mac Flurry power. And it was incredible. It's got to look so funny. This, just like once Jack gets up and starts walking around, it already looks funny to see a goalie on the on the field. Like, or on the field. On the, the ice. On the, like that. On the in, in the rink. But like to see a man on with long rink. hair and vampire teeth. <laughs> coming at you it's got to look pretty uh, intimidating or strange at least what a goal yeah. a goalie setup like we have jack with the vampire teeth and then uh k-mac with the giant cup jason the jason and the jason mask, mask too yeah yeah um i'm gonna do it oh good good oh player of the game player of the game peter has it peter has it i have it Gonna be Chelsea. Chelsea. Could you tell I was singing her praises the whole Chelsea. Her stick handling. She made people look silly all game. She there was never a moment where she looked out of control. Mm-hmm. She was in control the whole time. It was almost like watching um, an older brother play with their sibling, who's like. 10 years younger than mm-hmm. it was it was crazy her goal was incredible she got the assist to pavel as well um chelsea left me with this game i was like oh listen this could also be um a bias that i didn't know about where i'm like this girl's got glasses there's no way she's good <laughs> Um, I have glasses and I suck at all the sports, so she must suck too. (laughs) I mean, listen, I do suck at all the sports, but like, it could be something like that where I was just thinking like, oh, glasses equates to not good at sports, which is like, what the fuck are you even talking about? She, Look at Zach Allen, didn't do too well last night. Look at at Zach Allen, didn't do too too well last night. But, uh... Chelsea was impressive. I I know I keep saying Reagan looks like she's going to be the best player in the tournament, mm-hmm. but the best player in this game, by far, yeah. in my opinion, was Chelsea. Yeah, I, I mean, no, Chelsea's a stick mastermind. I think the only reason why we know Reagan's going to be that much better in the future is because she's been a D one athlete. Also, she has the the recognition. So we'll see where she where, where she goes. But I I, I am so excited to see Chelsea do some wizardry on the field like oh. to, to her her to do that that i don't know if she meant to do ah. between the legs and then five hole but that was like just <laughs> such pr- so many goals we've seen so far have just so been gross. like half court shots or rebounds or just messy shots that just happened to dribble in but hers was like 
Oh, that was very calculated. Very it was. Good. It was really, really good. Yeah. And very, very impressive. Play of the game. Play of the game. <laughs> My play of the game. Goes to Pavel Barber's goal. Brandon. Oh, boo. Gotta give Pavel some more love. It's the only Pavel boo. play that's resulted in a goal so far. And it was awesome. It was awesome to see. It makes me Spoiler excited alert. to see more of it. It's going to be great. We have two more games to go over, Brendan. I love watching him rip shots you, <laughs> harder than anyone can. You just spoiled. You spoiled that that's oh, the only shit. one. Take it back. All right, take it back. Bleep it out. Bleep it out. This word goes to boop. <laughs> Four. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite play, too. Brendan, I hate that you did that. I know. I, I I usually do things in these segments that you are annoyed with. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is <laughs> That's true. what this segment's for. <laughs> Don't, please, ex- definitely expect a player of the game to go to Chris Rose at some point in this tournament. Oh, <laughs> Just wait it's probably, for it. It's probably going to. Game four where he sweat. Um, <laughs> but he sweat in two uh, weird spots, like belly button and like... It was really un- weird. Left under tit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the Pavel goal was... It was huge. I mean, you're seeing a lot of these teams struggle on the Pavel play, mm-hmm. where they it's it's kind of like um, uh, what what's it called? Paralysis by analysis. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like when you have so many good options. And it's, a, it's again a small court, and there's a lot going on. There's there's a, a yeah an extra person in the small area just running around like a madman. Yeah, and they're the only team to make use of it so, so the one thing i do want to so, mention about the pavel play in general though is it's obviously supposed to be a power play for the offense but in a way yeah. it's almost 30 seconds guarantee where you're not going to have a goal scored against you so it's almost like 30 seconds of defense for yourself too if you think about it that way you can call it, kind of chalk up 30 seconds wow. we're not going to get a goal scored against us that's crazy that's it. a crazy line of thought brendan not i'm I mean, not gonna lie we'll to see you. If, we'll see if it's proven proven wrong but I, i'm pretty confident no one's going to score against a pavel play hmm I'm not. Okay. I think somebody will. Because somebody's going to have that exact line of thought and push too many people forward. Maybe. 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 All right, let's go to the next game. Game three. Da Wooga. Berta da Laba. Mr. Love ya, love ya. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> like the Mr. Love ya, love ya. Mr. Love ya, love ya. Um, I mean, what else can we say, man? Like, Wooga's domination. Wooga's dominated this game and we need one of these too we need, we need a, a game in this tournament where every, everything's looked pretty even keel uh and you want one team key and peel it's looked very key and peel were in the stands out if you guys saw that <laughs> this uh, game looked very key and it was very key and peel <laughs> but you, you, i liked seeing one game not too many games but a couple here and there where it's like a team just puts on a, a show it's fun to see that it's fun to see what's that song this is the greatest show that's what they do the greatest showman I don't know. I've never seen it. Me either. Is that what it's from? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I it would make no sense idea. if The Greatest Show was in The Greatest Showman. No. I mean, yeah, it would. But so, like, first period goes through. And you can immediately tell just how good Wugas are yeah. going and, and forward. We remember Luke being great last year, too. So him leading a club oh, yeah. and getting more help. And this Luke new team is going to be pretty the most good. goals last year, right? Yeah. So Luke scored the most goals last year. Um, you're going in; they're just fucking putting constant 
pressure on Dalton, even when uh, uh, this game didn't have a power play to start, right? Right. I think, because yeah. they they went through the whole team and there was nobody scored like a, a winning goal exactly uh, in that first shootout. So there was no power play, and then you just see like fucking Wugas pa 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 all attacking the goal. Luke. Picks the ball off of Jesse's stick and slots one, or he shoots one that just dribbles past Dalton. He's able to like continue his run and just poke it in. First goal done. What is it? The next fucking play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse goes to push it forward. Who intercepts it from? Who, uh, who's intercepted by Corwin? Mm-hmm. Who shoots from his own half and like? I don't know if Dalton wasn't ready. Or if he was cheating or something, he's like set up on the right half of the net, leaving the left half open. Corwin fucking fires it, scores it. Yeah, and it's you just sit there like this thing is not supposed to happen this way. Yeah, right. I know we had early goals last game, but it is not supposed you to see be this quick from back there. That's the first one we've seen that was like a, a longer shot. I'm like, whoa, was that supposed to go in, or was that was that like a a miscue by by Dalton? And then you see the replay and the trajectory of it makes it look much more difficult on replay so like usually when the, like the goals are coming at you or the, the shots are coming at you it's coming from underneath you and coming up at you this one was up the whole time so i could see that different look yep. being difficult to like he would have had to have swat at it because it was in the upper part of the net and maybe two right. is right so it would have to have been a, a full-on like arm block instead of just using your entire body to get big um and it, it, it whizzed past it was it was a very fast shot i think that's the, the benefit of being able to have space around you is to really wind up. But when you're closer, you have to just take a, a quick little shot and then they're not as powerful. But being back there, right. you can really, really send one in. Right. Um, you have essentially Wugas dominate the first period after this. Um, Sarah seems to be the best player for Lovia's at this point where... Mm-hmm. Sarah's getting a lot of shots on target. Lucas is like Lucas Diverse is really having to work um, because of Sarah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, He's doing well. I mean, they they talked the storyline before this game was that Lucas was the worst goalie in Floorball right. One. So exactly, he he did a fantastic job and really turned it around in this game. Yep, for sure. Um, I believe what Lou Lavia's call for the powerful play. Yep. Love his calls for the Pavel play. Corwin was so impressive against Pavel, like really playing true defense against him for the first time that we've seen where, yeah. you know, Pavel gets this pressure on him before he could really do kind of whatever he wanted. Yeah. And you're seeing Corwin like kind of stop him off. Uh, and then right when it's over, Corwin shoots as if there was no pressure on him at all beforehand. And eventually uh period ends 2-0 to Wugas going into the second they give this huge press conference where they're like <laughs> yeah so we funny. fucking won yeah we win <laughs> uh, and it's like god it, 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 it kind of works because they do win so i mean i i thought that I was mean, so they funny do. they're like asking like uh, how scared does uh those lovies look right now can you tell like, and paxson's like you didn't answer any of my questions. You just talked about yeah. how good you are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was, it was really a ridiculous. I think she says like something like that was a useless interview and then leaves. <laughs> it's yeah. so funny. Paxton cracks me up. Man. Yeah. Um, 
you go into the second, and the second period is kind of just a lot of the same things that the first was. Um, Pavel comes in, and for for Wuga's Lovius kills it. Uh, Nikki, this is where you see Nikki start to um, kind of get antsy, and he. You know, it gets a little mad. He's clearing the ball when he could have played a pass. He's like shooting these shots directly at Lucas Diversa's chest. He's yeah. st- getting out of position, making it tougher for Lovius to, um, you know, set up in the most effective way possible. And you know, I'm not gonna act like I'm some fucking expert on hockey, but yeah, but you are. It it almost I'm an expert, guys. Got my credentials, but um. It almost feels as if Lovius needs uh, somebody whose job is like calm Nikki down, please. Yeah. Um, you see, when he gets frustrated, it, he he wants he, to just play harder, and it doesn't make him better. It just, it just makes him maybe even a little bit worse because he's trying to do too much because he just he right. thinks like output will, you know, give them the results that they need. And right. It's just it's just not gonna happen. Um. And then the, the second period ends with a frustrated Nikki mm-hmm. and a dominant Wuga's team, right? And you go into period three, and then there's new a new rule is implemented where um, if you're down by two goals entering the third period, you start the third period with a power play. And Lovius gets this power play, and you're thinking to yourself, oh, this is good. Like, this is really good for them. Mm-hmm. They needed this yeah. like they needed a break like this and then it ends in nothing and then you feel like you know, the, the stake Wugas, has really been driven through them at that point right the boogers really aren't playing as aggressively and that could be part of it but then like someone gets the ball to corwin i can't remember who he sets it up as if he's gonna pass oh no no this was a free kick or uh, not a free kick <laughs> a uh a free hit set play right um, where Corwin goes like a fakes a pass to Luke, everyone bites and he shoots, yep. scores, and it's three nil. And you're thinking, having having, having two really good goal scorers at the t- at the top of your team, so dangerous and so yep. valuable. Because even so even we we saw in like the next game, maybe they're not the the most defense savvy team, but they can score a goal. Anytime they want, yeah, with those two guys at the top. But then there's this whole thing with like what happens next, right? They kind of shut off. We talked about this before. They shut off for a second, and Corwin goes to bring the ball forward, and Lucas Diverso like relaxes himself. Jesse comes, runs forward, and essentially pokes it up and right into the goal. Lovies are back in it, kind of. Yeah, it was a funny goal. Right? It looked like he wasn't really trying to shoot. He was more trying to just like right. check it out and was near the goal and it worked out. I was like, all right, I'll take that. Right. And then this kind of like reinvigorates Wugas and like Luke is like getting shot after shot off and mm-hmm. Dalton's making these saves. Like, yeah, let's shut them down now. Oh, going back the other way, Sarah's getting these shots off and Jesse's starting to play offense and really like looks like a different Lovia's team because mm-hmm. Jesse's leading the point and he, you know, is a hockey guy, he's a big guy. He can handle the ball really well. Um, at the end of the day, Wuga's dominated and won the game 3-1. to one. That's it. What more could you say? 
Not much more. What more can you say? What more? I mean, you could. We talked about Lauren. This is where Lauren first really. Lauren, I believe, um, admittedly, was not a field hockey girl or a hockey girl coming into this. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're, she's having these little timing lags yeah. where she's standing in front. Luke or Corwin passes the ball fucking so fast at her. And she is a second late. And you're going to start seeing this in the next game as well. But once she figures this out, and once she gets this timing right, the way that Luke and Corwin are dragging these defenders and the goalies to making them focus on them, and then able to perfectly pass it to Lauren, she's going to score 100 goals. Yeah, it it definitely takes a little bit to now see, to understand how quickly a plastic ball moves along along a plastic floor instead of like a rubber ball or whatever it is on grass. It's very, very, very different. Like, there's almost no friction on this floor, so it's, you get, there's a lot of adjusting. It's a small place, too. So now having having a third person that's capable goes such a long way. It's, it's kind of like what we always say in Blitzball Battles. If you you're, Blitzball battle. if your team has two capable pitchers, you're going to go far. So if you now have three people on the floor that can all score goals and handle the ball well, you're going to be a pretty damn good team. Right. Look at Mac Flurry with Chelsea and Nick. Yeah, you know. Um, player of the game. Player of the game. This one goes to my man Corwin McCallum Corwin. I mean, he scored two goals. He's good. Scored. He steals the ball. He shoots the ball. He gets the ball in. Uh, you said he scored two goals. Yeah, he he really he really whacks it and it goes right in that uh that net. The net. Where the mesh is. Where the mesh is. Uh yeah, yeah he's just he just uh I I don't he didn't play last tournament, right? This he's a new he's no. a new character. Newbie. Uh, newbie. He's uh definitely one of the better newbies. He's a great right hand man to Luke. And he's one of those guys I like watching him play and I remembered do what those it tricks. was. I remembered what it was from the burn that I was gonna say. Okay. When I was a camp counselor, uh, I had, like, kindergartners, right? And I would bring one of these kids. name was Luke. I brought him to the nurse, who was, you know, traditional day camp. It's an older lady, probably a grandma, right? And she kept calling him Cool Hand Luke. Uh. And then she, she'd be like, Haha, I bet you don't even know who that is. It's like fucking obviously. He's a <laughs> he's five-year-old. Five why, why would he know who Cool Hand Luke is? That's just what looking. that made me think. Of. I only know. I don't know what it is either. I just. I just. It's a reference to uh, I think John it's Sterling. A Western, isn't it? Okay. That's what Cool Hand John Sterling would always Luke. say when uh, Luke Voigt would hit home runs. So I just ripped him off. Yeah, I think it's a wet. Yeah, it's a movie that makes. From yeah, well, if, if John Sterling's saying it, it's obviously the oldest reference ever. Yeah. This was a play from the 1700s. <laughs> when I was in my 50s. <laughs> when I was in my 50s, my mom used to take me to the theater. <laughs> we saw the play, Cool Hand Luke, and that's Luke Voigt's home run. Uh, that's a good impression. Yeah, I mean, Corwin uh, scores the most goals in the game. He wins it. He scores the most goals in the game. He also was very, very good and very organizationally. Handsome team. Handsome team. The Wugas. Lucas, Corwin, Lucas, Luke. And all six of them. Uh, Lauren. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mix up the girls constantly. 
I keep saying, like, the girls, I keep saying on the wrong team. DZ, I keep giving the wrong mm-hmm. team. I need a little more time yeah. with this turn. Most of the girls are new players for us, too. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. I could tell you, based on what like they look like, what team they're on, mm-hmm. but the names, I fucking switch around a, constantly. There's a lot of new names. There's a lot of new names. I did the same thing with... Um, uh, the bomb play athletes? Not Gavin. Uh, what was KMAX teammate's name in this tournament no blitzball oh. three mm, i don't remember either oh oh i had just had it yeah no we'll so get... him him and uh He's i forget who coach, it was right? somebody somebody else from the tournament i would always mix up who was on what team for yeah. blitzball three but um yeah Play corwin game. is nuts Play of the game. Play the game. Uh, I'm going to give it to Jesse and his goal. All right. That was in it Because that, it was a very heads-up play. Uh, You may have caught Lucas DeVersa sleeping. You may have caught Corwin sleeping. But it was a play that, you know, maybe it didn't bring you all the way back to, oh, Lovies could do it. But it brought you to, like... We saw earlier in this game two plays in a row that were goals, and it's like, oh, if they get another one pretty quickly, like Lovius could send this to a shootout. Yeah, uh, they didn't, but that thought wouldn't have been in anybody's head without this goal. Yeah, especially and a quick one like that where high. you're down, down bad, and yep. when the other team is not bringing up the ball for you to get, like, you know what? Instead of you guys being on offense, how about I just score instead? How about you are? Um, I'll be on defense. What? <laughs> what are you talking about because after you score the other team gets the ball and then you you go back on defense he's he's there explaining this to everybody why he's saying it like it's a it's a really it's really good smack talk guys (laughs) everyone's running past him scoring like what are you talking (laughs) about score again (laughs) yeah good game woogas looked good until until they won the next game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they still looked pretty good, but they didn't look yeah. as good. Yeah, they're playing a better Into team. Into game four we go. Baggage versus Woogas. Um, how, what did you feel coming into this game? Thinking, thinking about what the game was going to be like, what were you expecting? I felt bad that Baggage's second game was against Woogas because they looked so good in their first one and still lost it. I'm like... Now they have to play even better than they did in the first game to beat a better team. I don't know yeah. if they're going to be able to do that. And they did. I think they made it closer than I thought it would have been. And uh, I'm glad that they put up a, a fight against a team that looked so cocky and confident. And Wu was like, oh, now I realize this is not going to be a, a cakewalk to get to the championship. So I think th- I think this was, like a, if anything, a wake-up call for Wu is that there's a lot of other good teams here. So yeah. Um, that's my, that my take. I thought Wu were going to win easily. Yeah. I thought they were going to win very easily. Um, but I, I think after seeing the whole thing, it, it, it kind of confirms to me that Baggage is a really well-rounded team and can compete yeah. with, with anybody. The fact that they were able to compete with Wormburners last year, to me, makes me feel like yeah. they could easily make another run to the championship and win. I mean, Jimmy said it, I want to say, in a post-game, <laughs> where Baggage's problem is that they play to their opponent too much. They don't blow anybody out. They always play to the level of their opponent. 
Like you saw it in the first game with Hookline. They they seemed to be the better team, but they still lost. Yeah. In this one with Wugas, they played just as good as Wugas did, but ended up losing. It, I mean, when we get to the third period. Yeah. Absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. In the first period, you have. Oh my God, I forgot about this. Corwin did a, does a, a back pass, a no look pass that gets to Luke who essentially catches Jake doing what we were talking about earlier, where he was like trying to move around yeah. and fuck around too much. Jake's on the other side of the goal. Luke gets it, taps it in, goal. Corwin has this amazing, beautiful thing. Not much long after, Jake rolls one out and gets our first goalie assist of the tournament Yeah, to Kraus, who's at midfield, and shoots it past uh, Lucas. And you're like, wow, okay, these two teams are kind of nuts. Yeah, and you forget Jimmy that Kraus, Kraus is so good because he's not flashy like some of the other hockey players. He's just very steady. Has a great shot yeah. too. It, it was it. There, and in this game too, I forgot about this. Sorry. Uh, Wugas wins the power play, and then you're starting to see. Baggage is really good at killing power plays. Mm. Real, they force. It was hook line in the first game. They forcing these Pavel plays or hook line twice in the first game because they had two power plays as well when Sam was in the box and did. Uh, yeah, wow. Who won the power play to start? Was it hook line? Uh, no, baggage got the power play in the first one. So, like, they had the two. They kill it there. They force the opposing team to waste so much fucking time. Oh, any Pavel played too. I think they've they've shut those down as well. Well, that's what it was. In this one was the time when I really like really noticed it because they do the Pavel play, um, into uh, in the second period, I believe, Wugas does, mm-hmm. and you know they really force them to waste it <laughs> yeah. essentially um but first period ends 1-1 after two great goals great penalty killing great defense if it finishing in the first period 1-1 are... makes me fairly sure that this is going to be a tight game if if yeah. if lugas was already up after the end of this period i would have been like all right it's a lock for lugas even even if it was just one nothing um, right, because you, you don't want to have to stack all your goals towards the end of the, the even the third period. Like the, the fact that they're down, to, not to jump ahead too much, but the fact that they're down by two goals in the third period, I'm like that's a huge mountain to climb for anybody. Yeah. So be, being yeah, being massive. tied and it being now a, a fresh game to start the second period, I'm like all right, we we still got this is already a a much more difficult game for Bugas than it was against Lucas. Yeah. yeah, but then the second period starts and. Corbin does another behind the back pass to Luke to score his second for the game yeah. really quick. Right? Um, baggage calls for their Pavel play. Essentially, Jimmy saying to Pavel, like, hey, pretty, just do your thing, dude. Yeah. We're just gonna I think once everyone saw that work, um, people are like, you know right. what? Just, you're the man. You'll, 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 just, you'll be point guard and we'll play around you. Pavel uh, is just sprinting all over the place. Um, he ends up doing nothing, comes back later, um, ends up doing nothing, 
<laughs> um, but I have it written here. Wow, Pavel should be the focus of these power plays. But Luke works one to Cor- Corwin, who just puts it high and out of bounds, mm-hmm. doing what we were talking about before, where... Like, you oh, have shit, the, the other guys can shoot, too, even though Pavel's here. Yeah. Defense is focusing on Pavel. Like, it, it, they missed it, but it would have been such a good goal for them to score because it would have been like, fuck, we forgot that it's not just this one guy. Right. Um, we're seeing this more and more. Lauren is getting these open nets, open nets, open nets, and she's, like, just missing. She got one that she put a little high. Uh, she's going to end up doing something big like we said before, but we go into the third now, and this game is really, really good. Really, really good, yeah. by the way. It's my favorite game so far. Absolutely chaotic. Absolutely chaotic. Um, and to me, it's got such a juicy storyline with, like, brother versus brother. They, they really right. play up the family being there, that everyone's on the sidelines. There's, like, ten people for just the O'Briens. <laughs> They're watching. Right. Exactly. James is crying because his dad's not on the sideline with him. He, wants, he thought that he was going to go see his dad with him on the sidelines and now he's like oh he's out there playing i'm mad it was just so funny to see every time they cut to the family just baby james just <laughs> so angry sad um but yeah, so being down three one so like i said before super tough three one to yeah climb. sorry where uh, did i i missed the goal i think um what was the what was luke's third goal i think it was pretty early in the, th- uh, the third period so i think there, there was three goals scored in the third period was there? Yeah. I don't think you have it in all caps. It was like a... Ah, uh, I need to start doing that now. Yeah. I need to start just putting you, 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 The way you read yep, it down, it. it also wasn't like a... You weren't like, oh my God, holy shit, Luke scored. It was just like, oh, and there's yeah. another Luke goal. But that completed the yeah, hat exactly. trick. So, no, and nobody threw their hats out there. I, I think Rose pointed out, he's like, where, is yeah. everybody asleep? Where, I thought I missed something too. And like, no, they just... Uh, nobody realized, I guess. Nobody and, realized. And it's, Cor- it's such a, a space looked, where... Every, two alike. <laughs> that is true. But it's it's a space where everyone's very excited usually to throw shit on the field. So I was <laughs> surprised that someone didn't throw anything out there. But yeah, it, it might be what you're saying about the, about them looking similar. They look so much alike, and there's a lot going Crazy. on. Yeah, that's fair. I, I could see that. But yeah, um, Jimmy loses the ball trying to find Sam. Um, Corwin gets it, passes it up to Luke. Luke gets his hat trick. Corwin gets his assist hat trick. Mm-hmm. And, and at this, really that was on. relatively early. Pressure's I, really on. They need the two goals in one period. Am I like a team led by Jimmy with pressure? I don't like their chances. Brandon. He's he's a a guy that does crack under pressure. Rude boy. It's true. I mean, it's it's the baggage way. And that's so mean of you, dude. I'm a baggage fan. I could say it. Yeah. All right. Yep. Uh, you're right. <laughs> you're right. But I'm, I was amazed. I mean, what what a what a way to come back though. So they start with Sam gets the second goal. Of yeah, Sam gets the second goal. Um, I'm so rude in my uh, in my notes where I wrote, "Oh man, <laughs> Sam showing Lauren how it's done." As <laughs> she gets a great centering pass from Kraus that she absolutely buries. But it's true, it's true. Right. Oh, and then you have two it, minutes. She had, she had a lot of those in the first two games that she played, where she was just right. missing a lot of these passes and either setting them too high or just just too wide. And I think this, hopefully, this goal. <clears throat> sets her up for the rest of the tournament to be, have her timing now down perfectly for these passes because they've been giving her a lot of chances that she's been getting mad at herself for missing and she knows that she should have them and maybe right. this is her getting into a little bit of a rhythm here. The rhythm is gonna get you. 
that's Sam's theme song. So now they're only down by one. Um, Time's ticking. Now they're only down by one. Time is ticking. Two minutes left. Uh, but Baggage is not dead. Uh, because it was a really beautiful assist from Kraus and a finish from Sam. And, you know, like, Baggage is good. Mm-hmm. Baggage has never not been good. And, you know, you know for and, a fact, when they have this much time left and they're, they're still in the game, Jimmy in particular is going to try harder than anyone to make sure right. this goes into at least OT. And Jimmy does just that. Um, Luke goes to pass it forward. I don't know to who, but Luke goes to pass it forward. Jimmy controls it and then scores with the backhand to tie the game and then has the best celebration ever. Jimmy, it, it gets, he starts screaming, he's running, um, and it's like, yes, this is what we wanted out of this. Then Jimmy's yeah. all juiced up, sprinting around the field, <laughs> like just like, we're going to win this This is championship game. against Wormburner's level Jimmy right now, after he gets that, yeah. that humped up. Um, Kraus takes a shot from midfield, I think, that hits Sam, whose stick was a little too high, so she mm-hmm. gets a penalty. She's out for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. And then I'm thinking to myself, if they can hold this off, if they can hold off losing right now, Sam is probably going to be fresh for the shootout, and, you know, they might win because Sam will be all good to go. Uh, right at the end of the game, baggage again, though, Amazing job killing the penalty. Mm-hmm. Amazing job killing the penalty. Yeah. They waste so much time. That would have been a horrible way to lose. Way to come back all the way 3-3, lose a player, and then lose on a power play in the last 30 seconds. Yeah. That would be a nightmare. Yep. Uh, and then, like, one second left, Corwin fucking shoots from behind his own net and gets one on target that Jake <laughs> yeah. has to save. Like, oh, my God. That would have been <laughs> what are you a doing? wild way to finish the game. Insane guy. But it goes to a shootout. 3-3. Three, three. Incredible game. So in, this it, one in the Max as baggage, game. you're Incredible. so glad you even got here. But at the same time, shootouts to me are such a, a crapshoot, and it could go either way so quickly. I don't think anyone really loves having to go to a shootout because it's like uh, this is how we settle a game that's completely different from what's happening right now. Uh, right. It's it's a, the best way to settle these regular season games. Um, but when you're playing there, you really want to settle it overtime style. So this to be the way you have to finish. It's just a little scary for both sides. Right. It is. But, I mean, it's still, it's not. So I'm gonna say, like, there's, not that's the, the fun thing about it is that there's really no um, advantage to either side once you get to this point. Like, right. I guess with overtime, if you're just the one that just tied it up, you kind of have the momentum playing. But once you go to shootout, there's no advantage to either side unless you have, like, a, a specialist. If you have, like, a Chelsea that could see, like, being really good at yeah. just having these weird wizard shots during a shootout. Yeah. And I mean, like, without going shot by shot, Sam scores. No smile again. Mm. She's always pissed off. Um, Jimmy is still showing that, like, he has this bug on his back for shootouts where these pressure situations come and he just can't get out of his own head. And Corbin is just being an absolute fucking nut always. And you see it when he comes and he scores that final goal in the shootout just making jake uh, look ridiculous um and we talked about this before i i was it was a big question mark for me as to whether it should have counted i, I mean i'm sure they were looking at it pretty closely considering yeah. it was the game winning goal but um crazy win crazy ending amazing game 
amazing game. I got to get people to like, I'm telling everybody. I've told so many people about like, hey, you should really watch Floorball. It's really good. Yeah. Um, because And this game was a perfect uh, testament. Yeah, to I mean, it had, it had everything. It had everything you could really want. It's yeah. got the game. It's got the comeback. It's got the back and forth. It's got a great shootout. It's uh, It's got the sibling rivalry. It's got it, whatever yeah. you could ever ask for. Yeah. And it also has the layer of the game. Player of the game. Luke had a hat trick. Wait, what's what's his first name? O'Brien. Uh, first name's name? O'Brien. Cool, last name cool hand. Luke. Luke. O'Brien, Luke, Luke did not get player of the game. Corbin got player of the game. Despite having a hat trick. Because wow. Luke talks about this in his post game as well. He kind of didn't do anything. <laughs> Corwin, Corwin kind of like deserved all the credit. Corwin just passed two beautiful behind-the-back passes. He got a third yeah. assist as well. And he got the game-winning goal in the shootout. Um, Corwin won this game. He was an absolute monster, sprinting all over the field, amazing defense. Like This guy was everywhere, and he really deserved it. Like Goals get a lot of notoriety, but... He was a true playmaker, and he was the difference maker today against Baggage. Wow. Well said. Beautiful. Completely agree. Thank you. You're not going to add anything? No, I, I uh, would have definitely... That's <laughs> fine. I would have given it to Luke because he scored a hat trick. Yeah. So I mean, like... Fair. I would have, too, if, if, if Corwin didn't have two behind-the-back passes. Yeah. I mean, like, it, he wasn't looking, and he was just like, Luke's going to be here. And then, <laughs> like, <laughs> there he was. Right. Yeah, no, right. He, he did the harder part. All Luke had to do was just, like, catch the pass and throw it in yeah, the net. Yeah, just not he made, he made it much easier for Luke to do what he did. Yeah. Play of the game. Play of the game. <laughs> My play of the game goes to Jimmy's goal. It's the game tying goal. It was the most exciting. I mean, uh-huh. I think everyone, including Jimmy, was the most excited we've seen them all tournament long for this particular goal. To watch him score right. it and that backhanded finish, and then him to run all the way down that sideline, giving high fives, like, looking so pumped. I, I, you love seeing him that excited. He's the boss man. He's he's the one that puts on these tournaments. He's he's the boss baby. He's a big boss baby. The baby's over there on the sideline. Baby's I, when he's giving high fives, yeah, he's he, not the boss baby. He, he's mad. He's not the boss baby. Uh, it, it was just really cool to have this. The last game that we watched be this good of a game. I, I love watching Baggage's games. Um, you love when they succeed, and I was excited to see them in this tournament in general because of where they ended up last year. So even though right. they've lost two games, I feel like they are still building on what they did last year. They just need to learn how to how to finish. And if they can, ca- yeah. if they can catch up from a, a deficit like this against a great team, then I, I think they have a high ceiling ahead of them. Yeah, I mean it was the perfect play for the uh, play of the game. It um, kept the game alive. It it felt like it was the most meaningful goal of the tournament mm-hmm. so far. Have we not seen a comeback? We haven't seen a comeback yet in no, this tournament. This was the closest thing. Oh no, we have. We have hook line. Oh, they were down one, a small one. That not, was only, yeah, not in this, regulation. We haven't seen a comeback in regulation. For sure. We've only seen a comeback in a in a whatever it's called, uh, shootout. Yeah, but yeah, Jimmy, 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 
Good job, my boy. I want to say if they do get a, a chance for overtime after Jimmy's goal, they win the game. I agree. 100%. But yeah. that brings us to the end of our coverage. Brendan, what should people be drinking? Drink that subtle tea, baby. You can find it on subtlety.com. Get doorstep delivery for a 12 pack with code HoppyBoys. You get $2 off that order. Uh, you can also listen to the Hoppy Boys podcast where we talk about beer sometimes. You can listen to the Lonely Boys. We talk about Gossip Girl sometimes. And the Sandy Boys. We talk about the OC all the time. And uh, look at those. Oh, you know what? We also have, while it's still YouTube. October, we have, oh, let's do it too. We have YouTube for this show. What do, we, what do they look up for that, Peter? Just type in the Blitzball Boys on YouTube and you can find that? Uh, Let's see. In the meantime, if you are a fan of Over the Garden Wall, yes. uh, last year we did a podcast during October month because it's like a spooky Cartoon Network show. Listen to Over the Garden Pod. Uh, it's funny how it, it, like this season it got a little like a, something we recorded a year ago got a little bump, and people are listening to it again during October. So if you need a spooky watch and spooky listen, go watch Over the Garden Wall. I think it might be like an HBO Max or something. It's a great show, great cartoon, great cartoon. Yeah. Um... Go look up Blitzball Boys. Uh, Blitz. I'll try to remember to finally boys. put the YouTube link in uh, the description of the episode. It'll be Boys Media uh, for the channel. Got 10 subscribers. Yeah. Oh. Go listen. Go watch you, it. You can go uh, check out how handsome I finally am next to Peter. Brendan's handsome now. Used to be ugly. Uh, um, as we all were. But, yeah, I'm going to plug... My brother, Matthew, he's a good guy. Good guy. I love him. Just a little if misguided. You see him, be nice to him. Mm-hmm. Little misguided. Oh, Little Miss Sunshine. Uh, oh, that, we'll be covering uh, Little Miss Sunshine next episode. <laughs> it will be for In the month of October, we'll be covering Little Miss Sunshine. <laughs> With Matt Delray. <laughs> With Matt Delray. Oh, we're good. And keep listening to this. We're going to have some guests on. Oh, she. We may have a third presenter at oh, one point. My. Oh, my. It's gonna be good. Oh yeah, we have a lot, of, a lot of new people to talk to. So, yep. Excited, excited to now cover these episodes one by one. Also, it's gonna be great. Oh so, my god, <laughs> me too. <laughs> so we really, yeah. really focus and get done. Sorry, this one was rushed. Yeah. <laughs> so enjoy. We're back. So you're welcome. How about that? We're back. A dinosaur story. Ask me my question, Brendan. Peter, you got anything else you want to talk about? Nope. Thank God. Bye. Bye-bye.